Is uh, everything okay? Previously on Victoria and King. Find it. Find the money and get it to me now, you little half a wise ass. Before I twist your little sawed off BB gun into a pretzel. I have two things of the utmost concern. And I'd like to make sure that we're both on the same track on both these line items. Can I count on your support? Mayor Hartley, I'm not sure I appreciate the tone that you're taking with me right now. I'm trying to say, they are wrong, especially for cops. Well done. What do you mean? As president of Stewart and Associates, weren't you personally the chief electoral officer? Didn't you officiate and ultimately decide, by the votes, of course, <laughs> the town's ultimate election results? Mr. Havelock. Has somebody been looking for me? No. Where's Jimmy? Jimmy Butler, the guy who sits on that bench. Where is he? Um, I don't know. He hasn't been here for a few days. I think he's on holidays. On holidays? Where would he go? He stays down here. He doesn't work. He sleeps down here, I think. Where is he? I don't know. Seriously, has somebody been looking for me? Oh, no one. Just me. I just remember you. That's all. Can I get you a beer or a dinner menu or something? Dinner? What time is it? It's just after 8 p.m. Where do you know me from? Oh, no place. Just last year. Weren't you the one who produced the music video for my friend's band, California Reynolds? Yes, I did that, but... I was an extra in the video. I want to be a star, too. Someday. Well, of course. I think I will have that beer. Okay. And then you can come join me. We'll talk about the video, Amy. Okay.
Mr. Jesse Sherwood. I'm so glad that you were able to make this appointment. I take it your schedule is rather heavy. Right about now, no? Miss Stewart? Now, I'm hoping that you'll be able to explain a thing or two for me over some breaded calamari and a bottle of Principato Rosso 01. Waitress? Captain Wolfhausen, Clarissa. You must not retire. This is not the time. You've not yet heard what I've just learned about what happened 30 years ago involving your firstborn son, Hamilton. Do you know something new about the case? Do you know who did this? Do you know who killed my son, Hamilton? Tell me! Chief. Tell me! Chief, are you all right? Mayor Edward Hartley speaking. Well, yes, I'd be pleased to meet with you. Well, what are mayors for? <laughs> you know where to find me? Uh, that's right, Victoria and King. <laughs> Jesse Sherwood. Why, where have you been? 
And what brings you out so early in the morning? Hello, Mr. Mayor. I just got back. I see you've moved into the mayor's office very nicely. I like the white paint. Jesse, I want to thank you for all your help uh, with the behind-the-scenes uh, work that you've done uh, with my election campaign. I couldn't have done it without you. You are a great promoter and a campaign manager. Thank you, sir. Truthfully, I was a little more concerned when I saw the polls and they indicated that I was running dead last in a 13-man race just one week before the campaign. Well, sir, it seems I do my best work when my back's up against the wall. So what does bring you out early this morning? Well, I wanted to get working with you on the Mayor's Golf Tournament. It's coming up very shortly. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and I was also hoping I'd be able to get a small advance payment for me today. Well, as you know, the city of Hartley keeps a pretty tight grip on its coffers. And I can't just reach in and grab money anytime I want to. And from what I can tell, they're running pretty low until we get that money out of the terrorist response infrastructure. Uh, of course, sir, I understand. It's just that I'm in a bit of a jam and I really need that money, sir. Jesse. You're wasting my time. I'm expecting some important people to come along for some meetings this morning, not the least of which is Mr. Havelock. He should be here any time. Mr. Havelock? Do you know him? Sir, would you mind if I use the facilities? Oh! I hope you don't mind me showing myself in. Ex-Mayor Brock Villeneuve always had an open-door policy, and uh, I'm sure yours won't be any different. I doubt that our policy will reflect anything close to that, Mr. Havelock. Oh, that's uh, uh, truly a shame for all those concerned, uh, Mayor Hartley. Are you okay, Mr. Havelock? Uh, I, I think so. What can I do for you, Mr. Havelock? Uh, I thought that this was to be a quick and uh, meet and greet. You seem to have an agenda in your hand. Well, I seem to uh, have overheard you mentioning the terrorist response infrastructure money. I trust that it will be uh, showing up here very soon and that uh, you will be tendering out the labor to the local unions and um, to their bosses. Actually, I'm pushing MP Kincaid very hard on that very point. But as for the tenders, we'll all have to wait for the tendering process, as you know. Ah! Are we alone, Mayor Hartley? Not quite. Uh, my campaign manager is in the washroom. Uh, he should be finished by now. Jesse, come out here, please! Well... If it isn't Jesse Sherwood, what a pleasant surprise to see you here. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there trying to find you. Chief, I know 
you can't hear me. But there's something I've got to tell you. This town of Hartley is not at all what it seems. I've been doing some digging into the background of some of our citizens, new and old. And when you peel back the veneer, you can see the cheap disguises on everyone. Everyone! It's no wonder that the death of Hamilton has gone unsolved for so long. It seems everyone has a skeleton in their closet. And once one of them is opened, they'll all be exposed. I'm sorry. As you can see, this man is in no condition for visitors. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Immediately. Immediate family only. Well, I I'm not disturbing him. I just want to be here if, uh, when, he wakes up. That is precisely why you must leave. We're running blood and tissue samples. They're in the lab right now. He needs time. Alone. Don't make me call security. All right, I'll go. But I'll get to the bottom of this. I promise you that, Chief. Wait, why are you running blood and tissue tests? He had a stress-induced seizure. He's gonna be fine, isn't he? The Chief was a good man. He signed an organ donor card. If he goes, when he goes, there are a lot of people who will benefit from a heart-lung transplant. Here's your calamari and wine. Thank you, waitress. Amy. Amy McCready. Right, Jesse? <laughs> of course, Amy. Uh, we'll talk a little later about the video. Okay. And would you like some freshly cracked pepper with that? No, this stale pre-cracked pepper will do just fine. Do you mind? to that handsome face of yours, Jesse. What a shame. Shame. I walked into a door. You walked into a door? Do you think maybe you were pushed, Jesse? Jesse? I've never heard of calamari. What is it? It's squid. A spineless sea creature that's had its guts ripped out and its head torn off. Its lifeless body is thinly sliced on the bias and voila, tasty battered rings. I thought you might like them. You go ahead. Do you know why I called you? I'm guessing it's about the money. I can explain. Let me guess. It walked into a door. I had the money. Listen to me. The first time was a warning. Nobody screws with me, young man. 
Do you know who you're dealing with? Do you? Yes, ma'am. I am Sophia Stewart, and I own this city. Yes, that's right. Now eat some of this calamari and act like you love it. There's a good boy. And the vendor is very anxious to sell. Mrs. Abbott Grant. It's Ms. Look, I think we got off on a bit of a wrong foot the last time we met. Are you uh, about to make me an offer on this house? Well, I certainly didn't mean to upset you by mentioning your family's early business dealings. It's really none of my concern. I had an asthma attack, remember? Well, I wanted you to know that I don't care. We all have a parent or two that's once or twice crossed the line to get what they want in business. I'd like to be perfectly clear and frank with you, MP Kincaid. As you know, my grandfather, Windsor Abbott Grant, who was actually the MP of this riding at the time, invented a very important um, female uh, personal hygiene product that's, that we all know. Go on. He invented the tampon. Yes, everyone knows that, the tampon. Um, why are you so ashamed? What, why are you so embarrassed? It's not illegal. There was no smuggling. What's the big deal? Well, there's a dirty little secret attached to it that everybody knows. Wait, why are you telling me this, Ms. Abbott Grant? We've only just met last week. You're the one that wanted to be honest and clear and with each other. Yes, okay. Well, when profits were soaring and, and stock went through the roof, um, my family also owned and operated a mine right here in Hartley. So what? So what? Well, they mined pyrite. And pyrite was used in the chemical processes of our industry. Unfortunately for us, people soon started discovering dead fish in the waters, and then hundreds of peregrine falcons were lying dead in the schoolyard. And then we were infested by even more seagulls, and they were feasting on the spoils. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. We had to close the mine and, and sell the business. Amazing history. Blows me away. I never knew any of this. Really? You didn't know that? And you, a former member of the Green Party, you think they would have told you that before they parachuted you over for the by-election? Uh-huh. Wait a minute. 
Something doesn't add up here. Something doesn't make sense. Ms. Abbott Grant. Your platform in the election was all about saving our ecosystem from abuse from the government and industry. And you're telling me that you're unaware of the greatest environmental scandal in Hartley history? Miss Abbott Grant, can I call you Mabel? Oh, wow. Where's the chief? I, I need to see him. I, I need to register a complaint concerning the uh, mayoral election and its ties to the terrorist response infrastructure money. The chief is in ICU. He's where? What happened? He suffered from a stress-induced seizure and he's unconscious and, and all alone. Will he be alright? I don't know. The nurse mentioned something about donating his heart and lungs. What? His heart and lungs are the problem? No, not at all. The nurse said they're running tissue samples and blood samples to see if he could possibly donate. Brock, you were the mayor for over 30 years. What can be done? They're going to cut him open. Well, I don't know. I'm the ex-mayor. I have no authority. It's out of my hands. Think. You can think, can't you? Okay. Wait. Um, when the police chief's position is vacant for any reason, oh, there is a provision in the city statutes allowing us to appoint an interim police chief. We can? Yes, we can. And I would suggest the, dep uh, the chief's deputy, um, Officer Malik. Oh, great. Except for one thing. Officer Malik is legally blind. The chief's been covering for him. His eyesight gets worse every year, but he's so close to his pension. He doesn't do anything now except answer the phone and stay out of the way. I never knew that. He's that good. He's away right now, getting laser eye surgery. There's a special on. It's worth the hope. Clarissa! Yes, ex-mayor? You! You've got to do it! Do what? You've got to stand up and take that role of acting interim police chief. Me? Yes! I don't care. I'm calling Mayor Hartley. I'm going to give him a lesson on the city's emergency response policy. Once we have you in charge, we'll be able to take a peek into what I think is really going on in this town. I'm with you on that one, Brock. I can't wait to get some real power and start digging into the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Come on, come on. He's going to wake up soon. 
I cannot keep him in a false coma forever. My brother is young. He has suffered for long enough. With your heart and lungs, he could live another 30 years. <sighs> come on, come on. <laughs> Hello, yes, I see you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm, yes, yes. Well, will the transplant be successful or will it not? Yes. Well, he's not doing so well, no, no. I think we're going to lose him. His uh, vital signs are diminishing quickly, yes. You better call the recipient and tell them to be ready. Okay, good, yes, thank you, bye. One more shot of Demerol. I predict that in about an hour, well, you're going to have a permanent breathing problem. You're doing the right thing, Chief, as usual. Sleep well. Boys, there's a lot of traffic on the river. Make sure that you're very careful swimming today. If anything ever happened to either one of you, I don't know what I'd do. Next time on Victoria and King. Look, you are a real cat. Look, Mabel, I'm really sorry I'm a little bit late, but uh, today's parliamentary session ran a little bit long. Big government bullshit. You must take on the role of interim acting police chief. Ex-Mayor Villanov, I hope this doesn't sound too self-serving or egotistical, but you are right. I'm perfect for the job. My big brother will have all the organs he's been waiting for. Oh, Chief Chase, time for some medicine. Chief, I know I've only been mayor for a few weeks, but like you, I take my job seriously. I know that you are really up against it right now. One cold beer for you. And, uh... Watch yourself, Jesse. And for you, the house special, a frozen monkey. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, we, we got that Patsy, Edward 
Hartley to run as mayor, and then we, uh, you know, we bought the election. Jesse, I want you to fix his wagon. Fix it right down to where the rubber hits the road. Is uh, everything okay? Everything is going to be all right.